Welcome to the Founder and Funder Experience, brought to you by Format One. This podcast serves to bring to light the different journeys select founders and funders took to get to where they are today. We hope their lives and their learnings continue to inspire both present and future innovators. Hello, everybody. My name is Arjun Devarora, and I'm the founder and managing partner of Valence Advisory. We support funds and founders and help them accelerate their efforts via people, capital, and strategy. And now, off to John. Hi, John Liu here with Arjun Dave Aurora. I'm the co-founder of Valence Advisory, and I'm the lead on a lot of leadership coaching and communication. Um, but enough about us. Today, we have a wonderful guest. Her name's Jun Dang. Um, she is uh, in the VC industry, and I'll leave her to introduce herself and tell us a bit about uh, what she's been up to. Sure. Um, it's a great pleasure to be here. I am an investment partner for both uh, fund Julian's Partners and Social Stars. Um, the two funds are related but independent. Um, so Social Stars, we have invested uh, for four funds and right now investing for our fifth fund um, and raising our new fund, which has a, have the health and happiness focus. And Julian's Partners um, invest in Delightful Moments, which is a small yet powerful separations from daily home drums. Um, so anything that uh, separates individuals from pain, anxiety, um, bring health and happiness and joy to individuals is within our investment focus. I was the first investment partner hired to the team. I've been with the folks for the past several years. So far as for my daily mandate, I invest for precision health, digital health, uh, mental health, neurotech, uh, female tech, uh, and other areas related to uh, health tech and biotech. Wow, thank you. Thanks for sharing. And before you joined uh, Joyance and Social Stars as an investment, as the first investment partner, what were you doing before? What's your background? Um, my background is uh, I was actually trained as a scientist. I'm a scientist turned into an investor. Uh, so I got my PhD training from the uh, School of Medicine from UCLA. Um, so been, um, so they, during that process, I actually had some um, leadership experience in consulting clubs, taking some entrepreneur courses, and also co-founded a nonprofit uh, career advancement, career training organization, which is continuing uh, running in based in Southern California. So that experience has broadly improved my understanding about translational research and technology innovation and sort of like a, a self-exploring experience. So after that, I actively planned for my career. So when I saw an investment um, position at a venture capital firm here based in Palo Alto, I reached out to them. So I spent another three years in that firm finished the third fund from raising to complete investment with that fund before I was introduced to Bill Losey and Mike Edelhard for my new fund. Oh, wow. Well, thanks for sharing that. Uh, the, uh, Absolutely. It sounds like a very, not a, um, not a serendipitous career, but a very <laughs> intentional one. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I would say that. <laughs> and through that, that self-discovery, what did you discover y- y- yourself about yourself that mm-hmm. gave you the vectors to look at venture? Mm-hmm. Uh, primarily, I love science and technologies. Always like to look at, uh, connect with different founders, um, especially if they have um, scientific background. Love to talk about the science. Um, love to look at the data. So I'm very analytical and uh, data driven. Um, that's one thing. And second is I find myself love to look at variety of different areas and uh, love to learn about new things. Um, that probably like uh, for most of researchers, PhDs, they tend to go really deep into one domain 
area. But for me, I think um, one of my strengths is to look at and learn very fast about multiple industry. And the, the other part is to connect with people. So that's how I get into like uh, building a nonprofit organization. Also, like get uh, later on get translated into venture because I get opportunity to really hands on connect with and help um, individual entrepreneurs. Thank you. And um, would I be correct in saying that that's exactly what you've been getting in this career? <laughs> yeah, <know>. so <laughs> pretty lucky yeah. to do what I love to do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And to give uh, the audience a sense of like the scale of analysis that mm-hmm. you do, and probably yeah. the team as well, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. how much analysis and how many companies and sciences are you evaluating on a week to week basis, month to month basis? or annual basis, or maybe you've lost count. <laughs> <laughs> it is different, difficult to count. Um, as you had a conversation with Mike Gatterher, and he described our approach. Our approach is really to identify every early stage startups in the areas we care about globally. Um, so just to give you some context, for last year, 2019, we um, are people in our database identified more than 10,000 uh, deals. So as you can imagine, how many, how many deals as a team we're evaluating every single week. So for there are different levels of evaluating a deal, um, screening a deal, for example, we do like 100 for each fund for every week as by the whole team, like 20 plus people. But also like deals after the first screening meeting, we get really interested. And after several partners working on it, we want to go really deep into those technologies. And for those teams, we typically conduct uh, research from scientific due diligence, uh, looking at their data, what are preclinical studies, if this is a therapeutic company, and also like looking at their clinical studies, if this is a healthcare company, a medical device company. We are uh, other part member, other part of the team uh, looking at a cap table financial model and understand if um, the business is right uh, formed and uh, articulated. Um, so that is very deep, um, and I spend lots of time interviewing their clients and have conversation with lead investors. I would say like a third of my time for a week is typically spent on researching and diligence with the companies. Oh, thanks. And, and research and diligence, is that a combination of both, not just the data, but also the interviews with customers? Absolutely. We think this is not a, this is not grant review that we can only rely on the data, but the customer feedback is essential, essentially core uh, for our understanding of uh, the market needs and the value of that, uh, that those companies are developed, uh, their, their product are, um, are they like, we feel like the customer feedback is, is really, really important. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, there's the, I guess that you would say there's a science to it, mm-hmm. but then yeah. also the art form. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. What have you learned about the art form in interviewing customers? Because human beings, macro level, they're very predictable, mm-hmm. but micro in terms of what time they'll brush their teeth, not so predictable. Mm-hmm. So what, what are you looking for, generally speaking, from say customer human uh, diligence data that gives you enough confidence to make make an assessment that mm-hmm. you and or the team can get behind? Um, that we, uh, first of all, not just rely on one interview. We do typically ask a couple of um, uh, references and we structure those questions to be able to go really deep um, to understand 
their history with the company to understand why this product is unique. Uh, what's their intention of uh, going into the next few years, whether they will continue to use the product, what's their plan to integrate their product into their um, 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 own product development line and ask them to share about what they like about the company, what they don't like about the company, their own experience dealing with the founders, uh, customer services are good or not, their their future orders. So most of the time, uh, I would say those clients for um, references are very collaborative and very helpful. They provide real insights. And we purposely diversify the references, for example, like some they have uh, clients from biotech, pharmaceutical side, and in the meantime, they have uh, academic academic uh, researchers taking their product. Also, they have like clinical researchers using their product. We try to identify um, different uh, feedbacks from each different industry. Very, very occasionally, like a uh, reference will tell you that, no, we hate the products. So, <laughs> and we can easily pass on, pass on those deal. Well, that happens. Great. That is actually quite amazing. And, yeah. you know, you've been involved with this for like several years. Yeah. I mean, one could argue that the, your uh, social starts and joy answers market and business intelligence mm-hmm. grows in intelligence and scale mm-hmm. day by day. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you personally learned uh, and started to see as patterns in the industry from interviewing and gathering so much data globally about many different industries related Mm -hmm. with health, happiness, and joy. Like, what is your hypothesis on where the world is going? And I mean, where the opportunities are that's stated Mm -hmm. on your website thesis, but you know, are the opportunities truly endless? (laughs) We think so. We definitely think so. Um, Maybe as just step back and give a bit of a big picture of uh, what we're investing. As you just mentioned, we invest in emerging science of health and through health delivery of happiness. So uh, basically you're asking me like how we as a group looking at the health. Um, it's our understanding about health is very different than most of other traditional investment funds in this area. So first of all, we did market study and this is a trillion dollar, um, $15 trillion market opportunity going into the next decade. Um, and this, there is also transforming the core human experience. So for that, um, we think it's ripe for a unique um, investment approach from required the investors to look at the landscape from a fresh perspective rather than the previous life science medical device, uh, healthcare investment perspective. And we look at health, um, we think that we are the team set to do that and become the enabler of the transformation. Because before people only focus on drug discovery, therapeutics, and nowadays we're already seeing that it's transforming from uh, monochrome uh, institutional to individual, transforming from um, treatment of the disease to prevention of the disease. Um, it's it's become more and more complex. And going forward, this trend, we see, we're we seeing the pattern that there are tons of new options and possibilities going to overturn what has been traditionally used. And to your second point, like, is this realistic? Um, so I started to, to think about this area, the whole digital health areas, three, four years ago. And I was very lucky that Mike brought me onto the team and I was... Um, seeing and also contributing to this team, like how we are crystallizing our investment philosophy. 
during the past three years. And I am more and more confident in this transformation. Reason for that, like one, actually one accelerator for that, unfortunately, is because of the uh, pandemic. Because of the pandemic, anything that digitalized, including digital health, personalization, uh, telehealth, remote monitoring are being accelerated. It's not going back. And as for a fund, we have seen for the past three weeks, we have 23 companies raising up round, which is a big, big demonstration as the confidence from the whole industry. And we are seeing like the payers, the pharmaceutical companies, medical device companies are also become very interested in this whole transformation. And hopefully that's helpful. That, that's very helpful. Um, and wow, I mean, we could hear you talk about this all day long because you're such a... It's such a database, a, a library like Mike and the other team, <laughs> team members. Oh, appreciate that. <laughs> you know, one of the things I was going to ask is, you know, the way you describe your thesis, the way you approach health, not in the traditional sense, right? Mm-hmm. One could say that social studies is quite, and Joyance is quite a uh, contrarian fund in the sense mm-hmm. that it has an independent thesis. Mm-hmm. It, it is a very diverse team by mm-hmm. structure, by nature. Mm-hmm. It's globally yeah. distributed and mm-hmm. you go in at the earlier stages yeah. where, I mean, the only people who have appetite for that are typically angels, but mm-hmm. not your, <laughs> not your <laughs> typical institutionals. Yeah. And, you know, what are your thoughts on how to connect and educate the market of stakeholders in, who would be interested in your funds? How do you go about educating to a form of thinking that is not the status quo? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so... As when we just find, uh, from this fund, when we talk about like our perspective of investing health and happiness, that we got a lot of eyebrows. But nowadays, we absolutely seeing like from all aspects of the industry, people are have more and more conviction in also developing the future of health and talk more about the future of health. So I think it's one thing is we are catching this trend that whole industry is moving forward, and how we are um, trying to become enabler for this industry. One is um, we do the investment, uh, we invest in we deliberately try to find all the companies in the areas that we care about globally. We cover primarily the U.S., Europe. We also have team members in Asia, um, Singapore, and Japan. Also, we stimulate the interactions between this ecosystem, like bring the people who care about this industry together. So for to do that, we uh, um, have thought leaders connect with us. We participate for conferences. Recently, there are a lot of conferences talking about the happiness. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed that. Um, participate and promote those conferences. We have advisors who are the thought leaders in promoting digital health, um, and neurotechs, or mental health, all these areas, and have them to help and guide our portfolio companies. Um, create online and previous offline opportunities for our portfolio companies to in, mingle together. I think right now, even um, um, especially everything's moved to online format. Uh, we as a team offer hours, office hours on bi-weekly basis where we, at those formats, we're not the teacher to educate uh, our portfolio company, but have the opportunity for our portfolio company to mingle and interact with each other. So during that, time often that one portfolio company raises a problem and it could easily solve and by the experience by other portfolio companies. I think like for by all these small efforts we're trying to promote and 
as to your world, educate um, entrepreneurs and everyone in this whole ecosystem. Oh, great, thank you. And you know, you you know, you use the word "we" a lot. And our is clearly mm-hmm. a quite a collaborative environment you work in. Yeah. And yeah. what are some of the, uh, you know, in collaboration, what, respecting confidentiality, of course, what are some of the most memorable moments of working with the team for you? Having oh, this a lot. <laughs> I would say this that's really a lot. I'm very lucky to be on this team. Like the part I truly love about this team is everyone's um, really supporting each other's back. And that's um, like how we evaluate a company. We look at the temperament of uh, the founding team. And when we look at the temperament, if you look at the temperament of this team, you will see that Mike has done a lot of effort and incredibly work um, to put a team together. And um, he's incredibly, um, he has incredible fairness and generalness and really metric, uh, merit-driven um, and give everybody fair chances um, in um, for the team, as you mentioned, we very diverse team. Uh, we have people really from different racial backgrounds, different educational backgrounds, and people from their early 20s all the way to their late 60s. And everyone is surprisingly like how team works uh, coherently together. And daily interactions with my colleagues is absolutely not fun. And uh, if what really memorable is probably like the first time when I joined the first offsites. Um, right now, I've experienced many of them. But the first offsites, I see how like Mike um, is capable of stimulate the conversations among the group as well as controlling the conversation to make it effective and deliverable. Is very inspiring and that moment i know that i'm on the right team in this platform gonna grow <laughs> thanks no that's very helpful i thought it'd be thanks for um yeah. thanks for sharing that and you mm-hmm. know uh, just because we're hitting up on time jim like yeah. um you know you were very intentional about your career mm-hmm. in coming into joanne's and mm-hmm. um social starts mm-hmm. I can't imagine your intentionality about your career is ever going to change to, mm-hmm. you know, subconscious spray and pray. How do you see yourself growing as an mm-hmm. investment partner in the future mm-hmm. with social stars in Joyance? And mm-hmm. what do you see as a growth edge for yourself that you're very excited to develop? Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to not only develop myself. Like when I joined this firm, I told Mac my goal is to grow with the firm and grow with the platform. So my really like after joining this firm, my really real goal is to be supportive to uh, everyone on the team and grow the platform uh, and identify the best investment opportunity, of course, um, grow the returns for my and for our investors. So far, I've been learning really aggressively with the team since uh, we started in the U.S. Um, the first year is like interacting with my U.S. colleagues and later on we expand to Europe um, and I got to understand more about the investment landscape about European countries and how every country is different and every culture is different and how the entrepreneurship is different. Um, and this year we started fundraising and part of the core fundraising team as well. And um, so it's another new learning opportunity. So I definitely feel like um, I'm uh, very supportive for whatever my team wants to do. Um, for the next few years, I can foresee myself grow a lot um, as we're raising new funds. And next year, next year, Joyans will triple the size as that's pretty much confirmed in social starts. We aim to um, double or triple the size as well. It's going to be a new, whole new level. Um, and we have new talents uh, involved. Um, uh, we're interviewing new people, like have the good people to in- be involved. I think the next few years is going to be 
very exciting and great learning opportunity for myself. Uh, thank you for sharing. And we're very yeah. excited for the future junior junior <laughs> staff members who will get some of your mentorship too. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Um, thank you. And is there anything else you want to share before we uh, tie this up? Or uh, No, I just want to say this is a great opportunity. I really appreciate it. And just um, really want to work with this team and make the world a healthier and happier place. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it.